Welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. I am your host, Jana Johnson. And this podcast is where you will learn how to become your wellness advocate, how to overcome adversity, and how to heal and balance your body so you can be the best version of you. Thank you for tuning in and subscribing to my show. Hi, welcome to my show, Revive with Jana. Thank you for tuning in today. I always appreciate you taking your time out of your day to listen to me or to watch me if you're on YouTube. So thank you so very much. I want to talk to you today about mental disease. May is Mental Disease Awareness Month, and it's very, very near and dear to my heart. And so today I want to talk about what that looks like of having a mental disease and also what it feels like when you're judged by people who don't have them, right? People who don't understand. And then of course, I'm going to give you some tips if you are suffering or know someone that is that can definitely help them. So I want to get started with saying that as always, I always discuss things I've personally been through and that I know about as well as working within the nutrition aspect. So that's very important to put out there. And if you are one suffering from a mental disease, please know that I'm here for you and I know what it feels like and I'm so very sorry. So mental diseases, I believe are, you know, there's a lot of labels put on people when they have a mental disease. So whether that's anxiety, depression, brain fog, uh, panic attacks, there's a lot of, of negativity that's put on those people that suffer from those. And that's not okay. You know, mental disease awareness month is important, but not just in May, but every single day, every single week, every single month of the year, because there's, in my opinion, not enough awareness for it. And as a person who suffered from severe depression a few times in my life and anxiety and panic attacks and and severe brain fog, I know firsthand what that's like and how lonely it is to suffer from any of those diseases or illnesses because you feel very lonely because you don't feel comfortable talking about it, right? You don't feel comfortable talking about it because people judge and also because it's it's an illness you can't see, right? It's an invisible disease. You can't tell by looking at someone that they have anxiety or they're depressed or they have brain fog or many of the other mental diseases out there. And so when people say any of those symptoms or confide in people, I believe they're often faced with criticisms and, you know, people maybe not believing them. And so if you're one of those people that maybe have done that before, judge too quickly, or maybe just judge too harsh because you don't understand please, please, please don't do that. It's the worst thing to do. I would like to go back a little bit for with with my personal experience with it. So when I was super, super young, um, a teenager, 12, 13, I actually suffered from a severe depression and I, I had no idea that, that I had that. You know, this was back in the early, early 90s and it just wasn't talked about. People didn't talk about depression or anxiety or panic attacks. In fact, it just, it just wasn't something that people knew about really. And it definitely wasn't talked about in schools and things like that. Like it is now. I actually had no idea that I was depressed 
it, it took a little bit of time and, and it took me um, hitting my rock bottom at that young age to, to realize what was going on. And if I would have had some of the tools I'm going to share with you in a little bit, it, it would have made such a huge difference in my life. As time went on and I went through Lyme disease, um, I got depression again. And with the Lyme disease, you know, the Borrelia bacteria infected my brain so bad that not only did I have severe, severe depression, but the brain fog was so bad that I had derealization. Like I felt like I wasn't even there. The panic attacks were horrible. The anxiety, it was just really, really bad. I was confused. You know, Lyme disease is absolutely hell on your body and in your brain and the mental diseases and symptoms by far are the worst. And so when I was in that state of mind, I actually, I, I didn't want to wake up and I had Lyme disease and I was that depressed and the depression was so severe. I literally would go to bed and pray that I wouldn't wake up because it was the only way the pain I knew could stop. And I remember one day when I was driving um, on an overpass uh, when I was super, super sick with Lyme, at my absolute worst, all I could think of was, you know, if I just drive off this overpass, if I just veer off, my life will end. I won't feel this pain anymore. But I had two little kids. I couldn't do it. And I didn't want to hurt anybody else that was on the road. My point in saying all this, not only to let you know how bad it has been for me before, but because... Anyone who says that committing suicide is um, the easy way out, please don't ever say that because if a person feels so bad that they don't want to live anymore, I think that that tells you how bad it is. I understand that there's no way to relate to it if you've never experienced it before. And I get that, but just because you don't know what it feels like doesn't mean that you can, you can demean and degrade it and make it not so... So as bad as it is for that person, right? So please don't ever do that. With the Lyme disease, you know, at that point, I started to know that the symptoms were not, the symptoms were not me. It was a, they were symptoms of the disease. So for those of you suffering from mental symptoms, mental disease, please never, never, never let the disease and the symptoms define you. Okay. You are still you. When I was sick with Lyme disease, I wasn't a label of depression or anxiety or brain fog. I was still me, Jana, but I was having to deal with that. So if you're going through this, I know how freaking hard it is, but please know that this is just a season of your life. Our life is long. One day you will look back and this will be just a little bleep in time. Please don't think that this is that you're stuck by any means because you're not, you're not stuck. So I would like to give you some tools and some things you can do. And just also give you a better understanding of mental diseases because I think people just think there's something wrong with them. There's something wrong in their brain. And that is absolutely 100,000% incorrect. That is not true. There's nothing wrong with you. It is This is just symptoms, just like when people get heartburn, right? And heartburn is actually a symptom of low stomach acid, not the opposite. You know, people get itchy skin because maybe they have psoriasis or something like that. Again, those are those symptoms. So if you have, if you're depressed, okay, those are symptoms. 
the symptoms of brain fog, not being able to remember it's not you. Okay. So don't let it define yourself. Before I give you any tips and my personal advice on what I do and how I help clients who are suffering with neurological symptoms, the first thing I want to say is that the you know conventional medicine, all it does is it gives you a Band-Aid. It's not fixing the problem. You can take all the antidepressants, all the anti-anxiety medication. If you need to do that, then you do it. But just please know that those are Band-Aids. And it's just masking and covering up those symptoms every single day. It's not getting to the root cause of what is making you depressed. Okay. What is giving you anxiety? What's giving you brain fog? What's making you just feel like crap? Okay. So let's talk about possible root causes. And honestly, there's really just normally one main culprit that's causing those. And if not, then normally the other culprit is going to be autoimmune diseases or something like Lyme disease, you know, things like that. Obviously, if you, if you have a disease or you, you're not sure you have one, but that is what's causing your depression. Either way, your gut health is going to be the key to overcoming any of that. Okay. So your gut health is the ultimate key to your health. So if it's Lyme disease that you have right now, um, if you have hypothyroidism or any sort of thyroid issues, or you have an autoimmune disease, whatever that might be, or you just have mental disease, please know that the first and most important thing you need to do is to start healing your gut, start taking care of your gut. So most of our neurotransmitters are produced in our gut. 80% of our immune system is in our gut. So when your gut health is off track, so is everything else. Okay. So let's think about that. If your gut health is bad, your brain health is going to be bad. Okay. So good food equals good mood. So the first things that I have people do when I work with them or advice that I would give anyone to feel their very best and to help greatly reduce your neuro, your neurological symptoms that aren't fun and, or just completely get rid of them. The first thing that you have to do is to start healing your gut. Okay. You've got to cut out all sugars, all grains, gluten for sure, super starchy vegetables, high sugar fruits, dairy, artificial sweeteners, those things you've got to cut out. And when I say sugar, I really mean all forms. So no fruit juices at all, no bananas, no peaches, no red apples, in anything that's a no grapes, any of the high sugar fruits you need to cut out because your body, when you eat, your body has no idea if you just ate a Snicker bar, ice cream, or a green apple. It doesn't know. So please, please, please know that. It's really, really important. And really starting to learn to read those labels. Okay. If you haven't listened to my other episodes on that, please do. I also have a lot of information on my website, which is revivedbyjana.com. And you can go there and I have protocols listed in my supplement store. You can go there and see exactly what I recommend. And then of course, I'm going to tell you a few that I have here. Cutting out those things greatly, greatly helps your gut because when our gut flora is off, so is everything else. Okay. Your, your gut is floors like at the garden. Okay. And if you have a lot of weeds in the garden, it's really, really hard to grow your vegetables and if you can't grow them, they don't grow 
the best, right? They don't taste the best. And if you get a lot of bugs in your garden that are eating the fruit, it's kind of the same thing. So that's how I want you to think of your gut health. That's really, really important to do. And so you also need to take a high quality probiotic. That's very important. Probiotics are the good microorganisms for your gut. Okay. So that's super, super important. Taking lavender oil. There's a supplement called lavella that's super, super good. Magnesium glycinate is super good for neurological symptoms. A really good omega that's, um, that's high in the DHA. Uh, These are all things that are super, super important to take that really, really help your gut health. So if your gut health is out of whack, then your body starts to talk to you. And how does your body talk to you? Through symptoms. All right. So it kind of whispers at you at first, and then it starts talking and then it starts yelling and then your body starts screaming. So that's really, really important to say. Because most people with autoimmune diseases feel that they're stuck with it forever, and you're absolutely not. You're not stuck with that. Um, autoimmune diseases, again, that's your that's your body that's been talking to you, that's been needing your help. And the longer symptoms are ignored, the more your body yells at you, the weaker your immune system gets, and your body finally just screams at you because it's like, hey, I need help over here. Okay, so. The other thing is like making sure that you don't overeat at your meals. Give your don't give your your digestive system too much to digest. You know, don't make dinner too late. Dinner should always be done three hours before you go to bed for proper digestion. And dinner should be your lightest meal of the day with really no carbs. And the reason for that is because our digestive system it slows down at the end of the day, just like we do. And so if you give yourself too much to eat or too close to bedtime where you're going to go lay down and you don't properly digest your foods, then those foods can sit and kind of rot in your gut and you can get gut dysbiosis, which is not good at all. So going back to the things and tips you can do, I want to talk about those probiotics. It's really, really important to take a soil-based probiotic. There's one I recommend. You can see on my site, again, under supplements. And that probiotic is really, really good and totally different from the other probiotics that you'll see that I recommend because unless you're eating all your produce from your own garden, you're not getting soil-based microorganisms that our gut needs. Every single type of microorganism that's a probiotic strand, they do something different. Everyone has a different job. So they're not all probiotics are created the same. It's really, really important to say. So reducing your sugar, getting rid of gluten, really trying to go grain free, um, not high starches, no artificial sweeteners, no cow dairy. All of those things are going to make a really huge difference for you. As with everything, it takes time. But I would say every single week of, of doing that and sticking to it, you're going to start to feel better. So don't discount exercise either. You know, I haven't mentioned that yet, but that's because your gut health is first and foremost important. So exercise is also very, very important. Not only does it help us reduce stress, but it also increases our endorphins and it helps us to feel better. And it's really good for detoxification because it helps stimulate our lymphatic system. Your lymphatic system is so important because that's your body's detoxification system. Making sure to incorporate exercise is very, very important. 
And, you know, you don't need to overdo it, um, especially if you're feeling really bad. Do what feels right for you. And I do have an episode, a few episodes back, where I actually talk about the kind of exercise I like to do, if you're interested in that. And I have an article written on it as well on the website. But I want you to know, first and foremost, that mental disease is is, is so important. It's affecting our kids now. It's It's gotten to where... You know, it's in our elementary schools and more and more kids are suffering from it. And we got to do something about that. And we began doing those, uh, making that change by making the changes at home. So all of you moms out there, the same tips I'm giving you today, you need to apply to your kids. Our kids eat way too much sugar, way too much processed food, dyes, artificial sweeteners. And my goodness, I see kids now, I see kids drinking energy drinks. That's absolute worst thing you can worst thing you can give them so please 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 all you moms and dads pay attention to what your kids eat and there's so many healthy resources now out there and healthy alternatives so please learn to read that label at the back of the label on anything is much more than about three to four grams per serving then you know maybe say no to that because it's not just that particular food you're fixing to eat that's the sugar. It's all the food you're going to eat throughout the day. So you got to think about how many grams of sugar you're eating per day. And our kids drink so much fruit juice, but pay attention. I personally, if my kids drink juice, I get the Simply Lemonade or I'm getting the Honest Fruit fruit drinks um, because those are much less in sugar. They're like seven grams of sugar a deal. So I might let them have one a day and that's not every day. But you know, a glass of orange juice, y'all, it's like 30 grams of sugar and eight ounces. That is absolutely horrible. And if you're starting your morning off (laughs) with a high sugar meal, you're literally setting the tone for the day for your blood sugar. And that means all day you're going to be relying on food, sugar, and carbs to just help keep you stable and get through the day. And that wreaks havoc on our blood sugar, um, which creates an imbalance there. And then it just, just go down. It's a domino effect. So please pay attention to that sugar. And I just want to let you all know that, um, you know, I love you and I'm here for you. And I'm so sorry if you're going through any sort of mental disease right now, because it's absolutely horrific. And, you know, these tips and tools I'm giving you today, I used these every single day, stuck with them. And I still do. And that's how I got well from Lyme disease is, is learning how to use food as my medicine and not my poison. Sugar feeds all diseases, every single one of them. So please take care of you, and I'm here for you. And thank you all for tuning in, and I hope you have a really great day and rest of your week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the show, and make sure and go to revivebyjana.com to sign up for my weekly newsletter. You can follow me on Instagram at revivebyjana to see my health tips and advice.